Hey guys, this is Naeem and you've reached the Mosaic Church Podcast. So excited that you're part of our listening community and I'd love for you to be even more connected. So check out our website. There's more content there and there's more opportunities for you to get connected in our ministries and events as well. Also, love for you to share this content. If this is blessed to you, I know that God wants to use you to bless other people with it. So share this podcast, if you will. Lastly, would you consider supporting this ministry? This is made possible by other people's generosity, and I'd love for you to pay it forward. Join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together. So would you consider giving to this ministry? I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together. Thank you so much. God bless you. Enjoy. Man, Merry Christmas. Man, if you're ever wondering what the message of Jesus is all about, it's about that. It's about how God is with us. Man, he is with us always, and he's with us forever. He is. And that's the message. That's the message of Christmas. You know, and I want to make sure the kiddos knows that because, because this idea of, of, of Jesus being always with us can sometimes go into like, oh, what, about, what about Satan? I mean, not Satan, sorry, Santa. Is this a, is it, yeah, I know. So are the kids gone? Are the kids gone? They don't know this? All right, all right, all right. Yeah, no, no, no. But here's what's funny, though, because as I was thinking about this, I thought, I thought about this incident that took place, um, and it was years ago. My kids were, like, very little, and we were driving somewhere, and all of a sudden, from, there was all kind of hustle and bustle, kind of conversations, debates going on in the backseat. And if you've ever driven with kids, you know, you don't want to engage in that, Right? If you're a parent, you don't want to engage in that because you don't want to be eyes on the road. We got to get somewhere safe. We got to do this. And so there's all kinds of things going on. I don't want to get into it. And all of a sudden, I hear this statement from my daughter, who was very little at the time. She goes, uh, Santa is a stalker. <laughs> and I was like, what? Now, usually, if you're a dad, maybe the dads can relate. I go, yeah, 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 honey. Okay, whatever. Like, I, but I'm like, what? What, what, what? And she said it again. And she wasn't like asking a question. You know, it wasn't like, is Santa a stalker? She's like, Santa is a stalker. I declare this once and for all. And if you disagree, debate me. Like that was the energy. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, hon, that's not, that's not true. It's not true. And, he, and then she goes, she goes, hold up. So he sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. Like, he knows if you've been good or bad, so be good for what? Goodness sake. You, what? Uh, It keeps on going. You better what? You better watch out, son. You better watch out. You better not cry, little baby. You better not pout, because Santa is coming for you. Like, like what? Like, what? What's going on? And sometimes it's so funny. It obviously says that's not true. That's not true. Right? But we can get confused about the messages of, of Christmas, Santa, all those things. And to, for me, I think like we can get confused on what uh, the message of Christmas is all about uh, as we come together and celebrate. Because it's about the parties. It's about getting together with family. It's about gifts and all the other things and eggnog, whatever that is. You know, like it's about all those things, but there's a deeper meaning to Christmas. Now, honestly, Christmas is truly all about this God who is not like uh, 
Santa, who, who, who is, uh, who's, who's not uh, a stalker, but he wants to be with us, and he promises to be with us all the time. And maybe, maybe you grew up, maybe you grew up in, in a faith that, that, um, that God was kind of like the song, like he was this God who was basically wanting uh, to uh, just always watch you, and he was waiting on you, Right? A God who's always waiting for you to get it together, waiting for you to act right, waiting for you to just finally stop sinning, waiting for you to believe a little bit more. Maybe uh, you believed in a God that was like just always watching you, like watching you, listening in, you know, snooping around, trying to catch you in the act. You know, he was like this God who was kind of like a a stalker-ish creepish guy person or a troll just waiting for you to do something and then he was going to say something about it and i think sadly we we have those beliefs about god like i grew up with a certain faith i grew up muslim a sunni muslim and i and, and it wasn't until when i was 18 years old and i came to the states is when i met this god who is not a god who wants to watch you from a distance or who want, who's waiting on you to get your act together but he's a God who just wants to be with you. Not, not watching and not waiting, just being with you. A God who calls himself Emmanuel, which is God with us. And so it's really interesting. And I'm like wondering, okay, why does God want to be with me? Because the faith I grew up with was basically this. Like, don't bother God. Like, don't do anything bad and hear good. Like, just be good, man. Just be good. Just do the things, do the rituals, do all those things. And my Muslim faith growing up, it was like, you just do these things. Don't bother the heavens, okay? Don't make a scene. Don't rock the boat. Just do what you, just, just be good. Just be good. And he's not bothered and you don't bother him and we're all good. The problem is, is good religion always keeps us from a great relationship with God. And you know this, right? We have good reasons to not to do great things. And yet, when I met Jesus, this God who says, I want to be with you, he was a God who wants to not just make me good, he wants to do great things in me and through me. And so for me, I was like, okay, what, what is this kind of God? And why would this God choose me? And why would he choose us? Like, why does he want to be with us? Because the gods out there, we've heard of mythology, we've read about different beliefs, and it's, it, the, the gods are satisfied just waiting and watching us from a distance. But this God wants to come and be a part of us. So Jesus steps into human history. He grows up, and, and it seems like God is saying, I'm sending you a message. I'm not a, I'm not a God who's waiting on you. And wondering if you'll ever change. I'm not a God who's watching you and sneaking around. I'm this God who wants to be with you. And I, the only way I can be with you is for, you, for me to be one of you. And so that's why the Christmas story is about Jesus being born as one of us. Not just saying, oh, I'm going to be with you. No, no, no. I'm going to be with you. How many people, how many people have ever heard, man, I'm going to be with you and they're not? You know what I'm saying? I'm with you till this happens. Now, are you with me or are you with me? And he's like, I want to be with you. So I'm going to grow up. I want to grow up as a baby, just like a human. And then I'm going to grow up. Like I'm, I'm going to get sleepy and I'm going to get tired. And if you're ever wondering, did baby Jesus cry? Yes, he did. 
Like he grew up just like us, sleepy, tired, maybe even cranky. I mean, there's passages in the Bible. I'm just saying Jesus is not having his best day here. He grew up. Did he get sick as a kid? I'm sure he did. This flu everywhere. Yeah, he, he was one of us. That's why he attended funerals and he attended weddings. He, he, he went to lavish parties, but then he also threw, what, picnic in the park with like, you know, fish and loaves and a few thousand friends. He did all of those things. Why? To say that he was wanting to be with us. So Christmas is about this God who wants to just be with you. Now, what makes you special, right? What makes you so special? It's not about us being special. You know what God knows? God wants to be with you because he knows that life is hard. And he doesn't want you to be alone. That's why this God wants to be with you. That's why this God doesn't just from afar set everything to be all good. No, he comes in to be with you. He knows that you're going to go through immense grief and pain. And you're possibly going to be at a point where you're suffering alone. And he wants to be with you. He doesn't want you to be alone when you face your deepest anxiety. He doesn't want for you to be alone. He knows that there's something about being with someone that heals the soul, that brings comfort, that encourages the human heart like nothing else. So he wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. That's what the Christmas story is about. If you, if you jump into it, though it tells us about Joseph and the whole idea of, of just imagining when, what happens when life just turns a different direction. See, God wants to be with us because he knows life is going to be hard. And especially when things go sideways. Like, have you ever had a plan and it didn't go well? Like, it didn't go as planned. Like, have you ever thought, man, this is not the life I want to live? Like, what, what's going on? I mean, we, we have a weekend that you, you go, this is going to happen. Maybe, just maybe, it's this Christmas. You're like, this is the Christmas I want. It is not the one I'm getting. Like, <laughs> like what's happening? Things go sideways. And for him, for Joseph, this is what happens. Matthew tells us. Matthew 1, 18 says, and this is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. Now, Matthew is just writing this down. He has no necessarily emotional connection to this. But this messes, messed up someone. So it goes on. It says, his mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. Now, Joseph is the guy, right? But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't know about you, but I think Joseph had a plan. He was like, this is how uh, my marriage is going to go. This is how my life's going to go. I met Mary. It's all good. I don't know if it's arranged, whatever. I'm, I'm good with her. I'm good with her. This is how it's going to work. This is where we're going to live. I picked the place. This is what I'm going to do. I'm a carpenter. We're going to make some sweet stuff. It's going to happen. We're going to have a couple of kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this. Picked out the names. He had a plan of some kind. And then all of a sudden, what happened? Something happened. The Holy Spirit happened. God happened. Have you ever had a plan and then God just interrupts? <laughs> like you're like, bro, what are you doing? 
Like, have you ever had thoughts, leave me alone? I know you love me, just walk away. Like, look a different way. I just want to do this. Don't bug me. Don't change my plans. Plan is super changed. Now, for some of us, our lives are so, you know, they're not as comical, right? Because we have a plan, and, and man, something really bad happens. And for Joseph, this was a big deal. It was a big deal because um, it, it involved a, his whole family. Now, everything about his life changed. So when you and I are face illnesses, when we are diagnosed by some kind of disease, it doesn't just affect you, it affects your whole family. When you, you, when you, you, when you get let go, it doesn't just affect you and your pride or your security. It affects people around you. When things go sideways in life, when things happen and God allows certain things to happen, you're like, ah. And in those moments, God wants to be with you. So if you find yourself going, man, life is going sideways. Things are going sideways. I don't know. This Christmas, if this Christmas is the indication of how my life's going to be for the next few Christmases, then I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's, that's why Jesus is God with us. He wants to be with us when things go sideways. And he also wants to be with us as when things go sideways, we want to walk away from it, whatever it is. Look at Joseph, right? The story goes on. So, okay, so this is, this is going to happen. So what, what does Joseph do? So what it says here, it says, because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Now, if you don't know what's happening here, they were pledged to be married. So in that uh, culture, they're already considered marriage, married. There wasn't like, okay, we had a honeymoon and all that, and we signed the paperwork. Not in the Western culture. In the Eastern culture, it's already pretty much done deal. And so that's why now a divorce is going to happen. And he was going to what? Walk away. He was like, you know, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to, I, this is so emotional. And friends, I just want you to know that, that in, the, in the Eastern culture, like I grew up with a sense, and I, don't, I, mean, I mean, if you're a guest here, if you're family members, please don't freak out. But I grew up Pakistani, yes. I grew up Pakistani, and they have arranged marriages. And so I had a cousin, okay, don't freak out. I said don't freak out. We marry cousins, Okay. It's not just a West Virginia thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a I, I'm just joking. I'm just, okay. it's a Pakistani thing. We made this up. Okay. And there was a cousin that I was like, okay, you're going to marry her. And I'm like, no way. That's going to happen. My mom shut it down. So praise God for that. But this was a big deal. And so he was like, I'm just going to walk away. Have you ever thought of just walking away? Just walking away. I'm just going to walk away. I'm just going to walk away. I'm done. I'm just, I'm just so done. I'm done with this marriage. I'm done. I'm so done. I'm done with this life. I'm done with this job. I'm just done with these friends. I'm just done. I'm going to walk away. I don't want to make a big deal. I'm not going to make a fuss. I'm just going to walk away. And it's moments like that God wants to be with you because he knows that you're going to be all alone when you walk away. And you, don't, you need him there. And that's why he wants to be God 
who is Emmanuel, God with us. So how, how does he do it? How, how did he show up for Joseph? See, he, what he does is, is that moments where you, when things go sideways and then you want to walk away, God begins to talk to you. And you're like, God doesn't talk to me. He does. He talks to you in dreams and ideas and visions and signs. He does it all the time. You think the universe is talking to you. Well, let me just tell you who made the universe. That dude's talking to you. Like he's talking to you. Everything is like, um, is trying to communicate with you. He's a God who says, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, if you invited me in, I'm in you. I'm talking to you. So if you ever hear yourself, a voice coming out of you, a thought coming out of you, it's God's spirit talking to you. And he did it with Joseph. And for him, it was a dream. What happened? It says here, right after that, Matthew continues. He says, after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And I want you to notice what it says here. After he had the word here is considered. He considered this. As in, he wasn't like, uh, I'm so upset right now. I can't believe this. Here's what's happening. You're done. You're done. You're done. You canceled. You're done. You're done. You're done. I'm blocking you from Insta. You know, like, it's, it's not that. No, what do you do? He what? He, he what's the word? He considered. Now, in, in that culture, when you consider things, you don't do it by yourself. You got family involved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Family's involved. Mom's going to be in there, okay? Grandpa's going to show up. Neighbor might show up too. We're going to have a conversation. What happened? Oh, no. Are you serious? Mary? No. Not Mary. Yeah, Mary. Okay, what's going to happen? What are we going to do? He considered this because what he was going to do after that was going to affect not just him, but what? Everybody around him. It's a big Deal. So he considered, he paused. And so whenever you and I, before we walk away, because things go sideways, whenever we pause and just consider, you allow God to speak to you. And so what happened? He considered this and then boom, you got the angel of the Lord appear to him in a dream, which takes me off a little bit. First of all, Mary got a real angel. Did you notice that? If you don't know the story, Mary gets the actual angel. He gets a dream. A dream, you can be like, that was a bad dream. Yeah, who trusts dreams, right? You're like, what did we eat? Like, what happened here? What, what was that? Some dreams you're like, oh gosh, I hope that was intense, right? He gets a dream, but it's a sign. So you might not have an angel showing up, and you might just not even get a dream. You might get a hunch. You might get an idea. Right now, you might go, I think he said something that actually makes sense. Ah, it's God talking to you. He's saying something to you. And so I want you to just consider what is God saying to you right now? If he's saying some things to you, then God is with you. If you feel like, hey, there's something else going on, then, then before you walk away, maybe you want to lean in. He also talks to us by reminding us about something. Like when we, he, 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 he gives us a sign, he gives us, he, know, he tells us there's something else that he's in the middle of this. But then there's, he also tells us that he's involved in this and there's something bigger at play here. It's bigger. See, what, happen, what happens here is Matthew continues and he says uh, that 
he has this dream. And then in the dream, this angel tells him that something else is happening here. It's bigger than him. It says that she, Mary, will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. All of a sudden, hey, there's something bigger. See, the problem with that for me is, like, uh, uh, like what about me? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, that's wonderful for all those peoples and their sins. But you just messed up my whole deal, my flow. Have you ever planned a wedding? Right? Have you ever planned some stuff? And you're like, you're flipping out about the, I don't even know what, flower. Maybe, I don't know, the napkins that were... This whole thing has changed. And you're like, hey, but the good news is there's something bigger. I don't care. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Like, he didn't say this, but I'm sure Joseph's like, really? Seriously. The problem is in a dream, you can't control it. It's happening. So that was happening in the dream. Hey, he's going to save his people from his sins. And then it says, it says, and all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him what? Emmanuel, which means God with us. See, the problem is, is that even though, even though we are a big deal, you're a big deal, your life is a big deal, it's not the main deal. It's a big deal. It's not the main thing. Your, your, your dreams matter. Your purpose matters. Your talent matters. Your success matters. But it's not the main thing because you're with other people. And so, yes, your purpose matters. And yes, your life matters. And yes, your career matters. But, it, but it's, it's a big deal, but it's not the main deal. There's a bigger thing to consider. And here God is saying, I just want you to know that I want to be with you because the things you're going through, there is a good chance that there's something bigger going on. In fact, there's a great chance. And I know you, your world is falling apart, but I'm the God of the galaxies, and I'm telling you right now that I look at your life, and there's so much more than this life. And I know you're suffering, and I know you're going through just confusion. You're wondering why, and you're, it, life here on earth is so hard. And he's just saying, I, I want to be this God who's with you, and I want to let you know that I see something that's bigger that's happening, so much bigger that's happening in your life. And I just want you to know that I'm not going to leave you unresolved. Like, I'm not going to leave your dreams and your your wishes and your hopes unresolved. I'm this God who's with you, and I'm telling you, there is a fulfillment to this. There is, there is, there is a resurrection that's coming. It happened to me, and it's going to happen to you. And so, friends, I know some of you are wondering uh, about this, and you're thinking, I, I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Because, Naeem, I've sat in this disappointment and this grief for a, a minute. I've sat in this sense of uh, um, not knowing where things are going to play out and how things are going to... 
work out. I, I've sat in this. In fact, I've been sitting on a disappointment of a breakup. My heart's broken, and I don't know if it's ever going to heal again. I, I've been sitting in this a little bit. And if you are, I, I get that. And the good thing is God gets that. God, God gets when our lives dim a little bit, that our anxieties and our sadness is in our disappointment and our grief just turns the lights down. God gets sitting alone by yourself because he did it. Uh, he gets that. He understands that sometimes that it can get so dark in your disappointment. It can get so dark in depression. It can get so dark in hopelessness. And you and I want a God who can just turn on the lights. But he goes, I am not that God who turns on the lights. I, I'm the God who comes into the darkness and lights it up. So you can appreciate what's happening. See, that's why I think it's so profound that when we light candles, um, it's in darkness. Reminding ourselves that the God who's with us is this light in the midst of darkness. If we just turn on the lights and if we were in broad daylight and we all had candles, we would just look silly. Because <laughs> you don't need it. But if you find yourself in a place where you're like, oh man, I just feel like I'm in a dark place. I'm in a dim place. Well, you're in the perfect place then. Because what we're going to do in just a minute is we're going to light a candle. And we're all going to do it. And we're going to sing. And the reason why we're going to sing this is to sing the fact that there's a God who doesn't want to watch you from a distance, and who's not waiting for you to get your stuff together. He's a God who wants to be with you. He knows that life can get so hard and so sad, and he wants to be with you. So I want to pray for us. And then, in fact, what we're going to do is we're going to sit for a minute, and I want you just to reflect. And then I want you to respond. For those of you who have been to Mosaic before, you know we've got We've got candles, and we've got communion, and we've got the cross, and people respond every week in different ways. And so you're welcome to do that as well. But I've asked Jamie to come and sing us a song, and we're just going to take a minute and just sit and reflect. Maybe consider, is God speaking to me? How is he showing up in my life? And then maybe in the middle of the song, we can join her and stand in worship. But let me pray for us first. And then when we do that, then we'll come out and we'll light a candle together and sing. So let's pray. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. God, you are not the God who, who stands in the distance. You are not a God who who's just watches from afar. You're a God who wants to be with us, among us, human, just like us, and yet divine, showing us, God, that there is a bigger purpose to humanity, that what he's done here is just the beginning of who we are. So God, I pray 
that as we sing, as we sit and reflect, you would speak and show us, remind us of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.